0: Welcome to Small Business Spoonfuls Podcast, a laid-back discussion of the serious HR topics and trends of today. Sponsored by HelpDeskForHR.com. Hello and welcome back everybody to the Small Business Spoonfuls Podcast and we are live here in our Facebook groups. We're live on YouTube and uh, we appreciate everybody joining us. Um If you want to leave us a note, uh, you can leave us a note in the comments section. We can see that and read it live on the show here on either YouTube or Facebook. So we'd love your interaction if you're uh, hanging out watching us. And uh, today we have a really interesting topic that is kind of breaking news-ish. which is President Biden's stance on non-compete agreements. He signed a uh, executive order recently that may uh, spell the end for many non-compete agreements across the United States. So joining me today, uh, I didn't introduce her yet, but joining me today is my co-host, Lisa Smith. Sorry about that, Lisa. How are you today?
1: I'm good. Thanks, Mason. Yeah, this is a really good one. You know, we just did kind of a quick post when this broke uh, last week on our Facebook and it got so many comments. You know, we just said, what do you think about this? And people were just like raining in the comments. And so this is a hot topic. And And what we want to preface this today with is we don't know anything for sure, but we do want to make employers aware of what's going on so that you can also start to watch for this.
0: That's right. Yeah. So we, uh, like like I said, nothing we say, like you said, nothing we say here is going to be cut and dry. We're just kind of filling you up to date. And if there is some kind of heavier thing that uh, comes down, we will get into this on our boss calls, our other platform, um, our membership platform that we get real heavy into depth with things on. So yeah, we just kind of wanted to go over what the basic guidelines were. So why don't you get us started on that, Lisa? What's this all about?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I guess it was July 9th um, that President Biden signed an executive order. And this particular executive order, you can find the the rundown on it um, below this post, I believe, um, or below this live, or we'll have it in the show notes or something. But it's found at whitehouse.gov. And so you can find that. And we also have another link that we're putting out there for you to just another article by an attorney. So you can kind of get some more guidance on the situation. Um, but basically what the executive 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 order, one part of the executive order, what it said is that President Biden uh, wants to make it easier for employers or employees, excuse me, to change jobs, and then this would increase the competition and would increase the wages, perhaps, and and you know help move salaries up because everybody is you know really on that fifteen dollar an hour bandwagon, and so a lot of states and local areas have already done fifteen, but a lot haven't. So this is just viewed as another way to kind of help raise wages and the competitive edge for workers across the US. And so, what he has basically, in a nutshell, said to the FTC, which is the uh, Federal Trade Commission, is um, to go out there and take a look at the situation with non-compete agreements and clauses and anything like that that people put in their employment contracts or their policy handbooks, and to either set some guidelines that would greatly limit. The circumstances under which you could specify a non-compete arrangement or ban them altogether. So this is a bit of a spectrum that we're going to have to play some wait and see games on. But if they were banned altogether, that would be significant.
0: Yeah, that's uh if that was a big thing, that would be that would ruffle a lot of feathers, it feels like. So Uh, It seems like there's going to be kind of some red tape by the time this all really comes down to kind of cut through and sift through and like, what's this versus that versus that. So like you said, it's uh, sort of comes down to kind of a wait and see um, type of situation. But like you said, this is all in an initiative to help economic growth, um, you know, with wages and making more um you know competition in spaces maybe even driving down the cost of different things a little bit um in those type of things so wh- but what uh, ultimately should employers expect from this
1: well you know just to kind of back up for just a sec um you know we know that employers are going to be really sh- rattled by this in a lot of areas where non competes are not already kind of off the yeah. books um They want to protect their trade secrets, their proprietary company information. And in a lot of areas, a lot of states, um, what employers like to do is they like to say you not have there's a non-compete and even in positions such as maybe restaurants management or people who work for retail, you know, areas or something like that, where they might leave one and go to a similar other business and then be able to say, well, you know how they get all their businesses, they do this. And so they're trying to, they want to stop employees from doing that. Well, in these situations where the employee is not in the big C-suite, um, you know, meaning their CEOs, their VPs, you know, that type of a position, it really limits their ability to go out and get another job. So it almost creates like this, I hate to say it, but like, almost a slave labor situation because you're bound and you can't move. And if you're a lower wage earner, then that's really kind of puts you under the thumb of the employer, which is what we're not supposed to be doing according to Department of Labor. So there are good things about limiting the non-compete. Although this, there are there's a lot of speculation that maybe the non-competes for the lower wage earners will still be will be off the table, but for the higher earners and the people who are in the C-suites and, you know, the VPs and presidents and so forth, they might be able to stick with a version of the non-compete. So I want to just say that in the beginning. And then the next thing I want to say before I finally do answer your question, Mason, is I want to say that, you know, Mason and I here today, we're not for or against in this conversation, we are just saying this is what the executive order said, and this is what the responses from employers right. are likely to be. So we're not saying go get them one side or the other or fight them to the death. You know, we're not saying any of that. We're completely neutral on the subject. Um, but what we do want you to know is what's on the table. So right. please don't mistake any enthusiasm or any expressions that we use for picking a side, because we're certainly not doing that.
0: Right. Um, yeah. We're, we're just, just the messenger. That. In that. yeah. We're yeah. Just, <laughs> don't exactly. shoot the messenger.
1: <laughs> That's it, man. Don't shoot us. We get enough fire as it is. <laughs> but what employers should really be thinking about right now is that this is a good time to take a look if you are using non-competes, um, whether it's in a formal agreement or it's a clause in the policy handbook, you know, whatever it is. Look at the reason that it's in place. And maybe you want to go to... Instead of a non compete, maybe you want to go to an NDA, a non disclosure agreement, something that protects the information that people get when they're working for you. But they could go and work for anyone else, they just can't use your information. And if you find out that they've taken your policies and your processes and your techniques and your trade secrets and they've gone over to the other side, so to speak, then under an NDA, you could. Probably go ahead and pursue legal action against them. But banning them from finding a job in the industry is looking like it's becoming a hard sell to the feds and the state authorities. And in a lot of states, like I said, you already the non-competes are just off the table. You just can't use them. The courts bat them down. It's not a thing anymore. But in the majority of the U.S., it still is a thing that we're wrestling with. So that's the first thing to do is just get ahead of this and look at what you're doing. And if you're not using non-competes and it's not a big deal, still think about an NDA. I mean, I love NDAs. I think they're a great idea Um, because we all, in all businesses, we all have something we don't want the competitor to find out about, you know? So look at that. And then if you are using rigid non-competes outside of the C-suite, then you really want to think about how you're going to structure that in the future. And as we always say, go out and talk to your local legal counsel. And, you know, don't just go to a law blog on the website and say, oh, they said to do this, you know, talk to someone who represents you and your interests and then make your decisions going forward. But for right now, we don't have a decision to make per se. So we really need to keep watching the White House and watching the FTC to see what happens. And stay tuned here at Help Desk, um, Small Business Spoonfuls, because we're going to be doing the breaking news whenever this new guidance is issued.
0: Right. that That's right. And, you know, like, like you were mentioning there, I think it's a good point to highlight, you know, a lot of companies use non-competes as, like you said, not to share trade secrets. So there are certain little ways that might be around this, like you said, in NDA and things like that. So you can keep those trade secrets, but also, you know, free employees if they need to go work other places as well. So, yeah, um, you know, those type of restrictions can, um, you know, really limit a lot of stuff. So, you know, there are some benefits to this. There are some non-benefits to this. So, you know, it's really important too that, uh, your own state laws that you're in because just how much this would affect changes instead of jumping to like, Oh no, this is going to like change everything when it comes to this space. But you know, cause you may like, for instance, California, they've already completely banned non-compete if I'm correct. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, the California courts have been very uh, pro employee on this. And I would have to go look up the actual statute, but they probably right. are banned there. So yeah, I won't say that uh, for a certainty. But I know that like states like California, North Dakota, Oklahoma, they've been very hard on non-competes. Uh, there's a new law in Washington, D.C. that's also yeah. seeking to ban. So, you know, basically we do have a handful of them out there
0: yeah and like like we always talk about, state laws are always different, and you know so like yeah w- once again, just check your state laws and make sure you're um you know in the know about this, and you know i did you have anything else to add other than kind of just broadcasting what the overall uh you know what he said in that in that uh um executive order?
1: Not nothing, nothing big. Just, you know, keep in mind that this also may be targeted at specific industries when we get the final... Um, release of this information, you know, so we don't know if it's going to be associated with healthcare workers, or if it's going to be the IT industry, or if it's going to be, you know, certain other types of professionals, or if it's just going to be a straight out and out ban. I would say a straight out and out ban is going to be really harsh. So I think we're going to see something kind of on that spectrum of industry related or related to the amount of money you earn or the type of job you hold.
0: Right. So, yeah. What are what are some uh, what are some kind of tips you could give employers um, in looking out for these type of things?
1: Yeah. Basically, just what I said is just look at what you're doing now. Look at what you're not doing now and think about the why, you know, uh, why you are doing a non-compete. What could that be handled with some other legal document and reach out to your attorney?
0: Okay, great. Good. Nice little summarize there. Okay. Well, unless you had anything else to uh, say on this topic, I think that pretty much wraps up kind of what we wanted to talk about today. You know, yep. like I said, like Lisa mentioned, we want to always just keep an eye on with us as more information comes out about this. We will post it, uh, do lives about it, maybe even a boss call about it. You know, that could be something in the future. We're not planning anything right now, but uh, maybe even a boss call. So if you're interested in boss calls, uh, you can check out our website, com, and see what our membership's all about and all that kind of stuff. And we actually have a boss call today. So anybody watching, you want to give us a little primer on that boss call today?
1: Yeah. So the boss call today is an FMLA refresher course. So it's good for, you know, companies of all sizes, but especially if you've got 50 or more, or if you are approaching that 50 mark and you're not sure what to do once you hit 50, this is a great call for you.
0: Yeah. So just kind of a, here it is again. You know, we get these FMLA questions all the time, you know, so it's a, it's, it's a very confusing topic. So like you like you said, it's just a nice little refresher and Lisa's going to give us on that this afternoon. So if you're interested in that, you can, uh, we'll put a link in the chat below. And um, unless you have anything else, I think that wraps us for today.
1: No, I'm good. So guys, until we see you again, I'm Lisa Smith.
0: And I'm Mason Merrill.
1: Be audit secure. Bye.
0: If you would like to learn more about our team and the services we provide, head over to helpdeskforhr.com. Our 8,000-plus members enjoy the essential training, tools, and support they need to keep up with ongoing legal changes, as well as maintaining solid HR and employment law compliance. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you like what you hear, we'd love to hear from you either by leaving us a review or you can email us at support at helpdeskforhr.com.